Hey everybody, this is Random Channing's episode 65. I am our Lil Rodriguez, and my special guest today is... You are here with uh, Gabe from uh, Swim Linux Clothing. Good to be on the show. Thank you very much, Gabe. Uh, how are you How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, man. It's, uh, it was a nice day in D.C. here. I was in New York this weekend. I got back in this morning. And so I've just been, uh, you know, kind of catching up on emails and, and having out, out and about enjoying the weather, man. It was fun. Awesome. Uh, is How long is the drive actually from D.C. to New York? Um, it's about three, three and a half hours. It's, it's probably, you know, just under three if you catch uh, good traffic. But, um, you know, it could be up to you know three and a half closer to four if you you get stuck there along the way so is, yeah. tra is traffic is, is traffic on dc like is it can it actually get like pretty congested compared to like la or something like that i don't i don't i don't think it can um really go toe-to-toe -to -toe with la but um i think you know especially at holiday weekends holiday weekends are really bad here everyone's kind of out of town so those are pretty bad but um generally like you know just Standard weekends, I think you should be okay if you pick the right time to get in and get out. So, very cool. Um, yeah. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what um, Swim Linux is actually? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, a clothing brand started about three years ago in 2014. Um, you know, it's definitely shown uh, a lot of growth, especially in the past year. I've had uh, a few uh, big moments as far as people wearing the product. Uh, you know, a couple models, a couple of radio personalities here in the D.C. area. And so from there, you know, it's it's done uh, pretty solid. It's been some good, you know, some good uh, promo. A lot of skaters are involved with uh, the, the local scene here. So it's very cool together here. So I'm, I'm definitely happy with what's going on. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the kind of growth like in about three years is kind of reassuring especially you know when some startups they don't even get that much of a chance like little like surviving for let alone like three years let alone five years or seven years something like that yeah yeah you're 100 right uh and it's really the the strategy in which you choose to uh to market your your brand you know you can spend a lot of money and kind of put all your chips into one thing and if it doesn't go right you're kind of uh in a, in a bad situation um, but, you know, thankfully the internet and how popular it is now and how everyone's on Twitter, there's a lot of free ways to get your uh, product out there to, to get people to see you. Um, you know, it's kind of like the music scene where you needed a lot of uh, a lot of help to get in maybe 20 years ago. But now all you need is like a SoundCloud and all That's of a right. sudden, you know, you can get in front of so many people. So, you know, the internet's huge as far as, uh, you know, being being wise with marketing. So. Definitely. Yeah, um, I guess we can start off with the name itself because I think um, I made the mistake because I actually live in Lenox, California. So I thought that your Lenox was the same as our Lenox, but there's actually an N missing from, <laughs> well, in comparison. That's what I mean. So I, I mistakenly thought you were actually, you should grow up in my neck of the woods. Um, so, but yeah, no, no. What did the, what exactly did the name, where did the name come from? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Lennox part is from the avenue, which I am from. Uh, I grew up in the Bay Area in, uh, in Oakland, so um, the Lennox part is the, the street, and then the swim is it's kind of a play on the word swim. It's kind of how I felt. You know, I, I had to sort of get out of there and, and, and do my, th my own thing, and so I kind of just combined both of them together and, you know, kind of made it so it's sort of me – Moving on, but holding on to the past, sort of thing. So um, that's oh. kind of what I mean. What do you mean by um, holding on to the past? Exactly. I mean, Lennox. I'd say my my past is where I grew up, and you know, the the swim part is me kind of moving past that or moving on. So I just kind of combined it together, yeah, you know, and, and made the name. Oh, I see. Okay, I, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I guess I guess um. Because I I grew I grew up in like Lenox, well Los Angeles area, so that's kind of like that's more Southern California rather than like o Oakland is like more Northern California. More Northern for sure. Yeah. yeah. So so what what was it like? Um, what was it like living in Oakland? Um, I guess would that have been like a couple? I guess not a couple years ago, but you know, like growing up in that area at that time. In the nineties, I mean, it's it's definitely it was definitely a fun time. It's it's different now. There's 
it's a different atmosphere, different, um, you know, the neighbors have changed, you know, the mom and pop shops are kind of slowly getting out of there, rent increases, and it's kind of changing up. It's becoming more like San Francisco as far as the, uh, the scene there. And so, I mean, I still love it. It's still home, but, uh, definitely changing. And back then, I think it, there was more of an organic, um, honest feel to the city. There was more people definitely knew each other. I think their relationships were a bit more authentic and now it's kind of more like a business atmosphere mm. uh, today. So, so it's, it's, it's changing. Sure. Is that part of the because I think um, at least in, especially in the Bay Area, there's a lot of like really big companies that are up there. Is that kind of the reason what's caused that caused the gradual transformation in Oakland? Oh, 100%. It has a lot to do with the Silicon Valley, the San Francisco, Facebook's out there, all that stuff's out there, and, you know, Twitter, every, and everything's out there. And so now oh, I think that the Bay Area is kind of really turned into, like, more so than before, just the, the tech capital, you know, very just, super, like I mentioned, like the super, just not, not, not very, like an, not an authentic place, but more of like a business kind of, kind of atmosphere as far as, people that, that live there now but, um you know for me like i said it's still home i still love it I still um, the memories you can't really get rid of so you know, whenever i get back it, it's still it's, uh, it's still the same for me you know as much as it's changed yeah i, I kind of i kind of see what you mean it's it's always really weird for me to go back in my to to my um hometown of los angeles and seeing how much it's well some of it is definitely changing like there's a lot of hotel construction going on but then it's like my old neighborhood it looks like sh- as shitty as it's ever been <laughs> as it's ever been no, yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it really, yeah, you know, the memories there you can't really get rid of. And so no matter what, I mean, home, home is going to be home. You know, I just, um, I still love it. I still plan to, you know, get back there and, and hopefully, you know, you know, set up shop there when it, when things uh, take a, you know, a better turn with the, with the business. And so I'm definitely hoping to open a shop there. Be oh, that'd great. be awesome. That'd be the dream. But, you know, I, I want to make sure, you know, I've got everything all the tools to make that happen so yeah definitely um so is that kind of um what prompted you to move uh to to the dc area is because of all that change or was it just it felt like you just wanted to like taking a different environment a different um setting i guess uh I, i mean i think just life took me here. I went to undergrad at uh, actually at Xavier in Ohio. I was in Cincinnati for four years. Oh shit! Yeah, I was pretty close by, and uh, I was I was there. And then I came out east to DC. Um, initially, it was just a vacation. I had family here, and I just kind of was uh, relaxing post grad. And you know, um, you know, one of my cousins threw me the idea of potentially staying here. And you know, I, and I wasn't super quick to shut it down. I was like, you know, if I find a job, I like the city here. You know, if I find the right position, I'll, I'll definitely stick around. Uh, and I did. You know, I, I found a, a a marketing job that was, you know, somewhat enjoyable. Gave me the, a lot of the tools that I'm using right now. And so I just went with it. Cool. Um. So what did you uh, study at? Um. What did you study for undergrad? Um, I did, I started off in an accounting major, but then I ended up just graduating general business, uh, liberal arts minor. And so it was, um, I definitely, I knew that I didn't want to do accounting, but I wanted to stay within the, the business field. So it was, it was a core marketing, um, uh, as far as like the classes I took, but, uh, I graduated with just general business and, and then came out here and, and started my marketing job. Very cool. Um, I, I actually went to school, uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, I got to visit Cincinnati once, I think, uh, last Thanksgiving with one of my friends who was actually on the show um, a while ago. Oh, well, well that was mid of November. So, yeah. Um, what, what did you think? What did you, you think of the difference between like Cincinnati and then Oakland? Um, I mean, I think that in its own way, Cincinnati was, um, I mean, it mirrors Oakland in a lot of ways. Like there was, you know. There was, I don't know if it was like a lot of, you know, tr- a lot of traditions, but, you know, I feel like there was, there was pride in the city. There was um, people who have lived there, grew up there, you know, they're, um, they were very friendly, you know, just like people at home, I feel, and they were pretty welcoming and, you know, taught me about exactly you know, the history, like, you know, who's from here, all the stars from here, all the people that have come through here. And, you know, I, I definitely, I left with a new respect for it. 
so I, I definitely enjoyed my time. Yeah, I, I think I kind of got the same the same vibes when I went to school in Cle- in Cleveland um, because we're well, we, we kind of lived in a liberal bubble of sorts, so we didn't really get the authentic experience of living in Ohio. But I still kind of got that feeling that there's like more of a of a you know of a homely feeling. That might be the wrong descriptor <laughs> of a of a of a mid mis, midwestern kind of feeling, like friendliness, more groundedness. I guess that's what I'm. Uh, that's tried to say, and then I said homely, and uh, 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 people might take that the wrong way. <laughs> no, I think um, I, Dan, I think I, yeah, yeah, I think I, I pick up on what you mean. It's, it's definitely gives you that kind of that more comfortable kind of comfortable. That's a good word. <laughs> yeah, more of a comfortable kind of uh, scene. You know, I, I definitely understand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about the. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like what. What your. Your clothing brand entails. So you you also get a lot of skaters. Well, not mostly get a lot of skaters, but like part of part of the people that you know buy your buy your from your brand is you know skaters and people like that. So I guess like what 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 goes into like the types of designs that you 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 put on your t-shirts? Like what 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 is like what is what's like a, a frequent idea that you seem to find in most of the ideas in your in your shirts in your in your hats. Um. I definitely like to keep the colors uh, pretty vibrant, you know, um, you know, bright. I think that's, you know, people have told me that's kind of the the, the Bay Area or the California like, surf type of background kind of. Yeah, yeah. And so I definitely believe in with that. You know, I, I like doing that. Um, I try to uh, just try to keep it creative. I think for the most part, brands seem to be pretty um, consistent in what they what they put out. I mean, they have the same logo, the same. You know whatever it is and you know it's very easy to um to point out and to find and to see and you recognize it instantly and so i'm trying to go for that but at the same time i i want every time that i come out with something new to um to give a different feel i guess i, w- I want yeah like, i don't want to be stuck in a place where people know what to expect from me and so it's a constant challenge of um trying to be better than last time because you know if i had early success before you know you're constantly asking yourself you know you know am i going to have something better than last time and so i feel like it's it's for every kind of um independent or artist what do you want to call it you know if you have a good podcast with like this you know this guest and it's gets all these downloads and and it's like the best that you've ever been on as far as the reception you know you kind of think am i going to hit that number again am i going to have somebody who comes on that's just as successful to the people listening and so right you know it's always trying to be better than last time is a constant struggle so yeah oh no absolutely uh, i mean I, especially as an independent um as an independent brand i'm sure you must feel a lot of pressure i mean or, or maybe well pressure and maybe even some competition like competing with other brands i mean do you do you get to feel that way or do you feel like you can thrive in your own space I mean, 100%, I feel like I can thrive in my own space because I think the, the competition factor comes in, I feel, if at all, maybe later, you know, because I, I didn't come in trying to be the number one brand. You know, I, I think that, you know, success is definitely subjective. And so, you know, mm. if, you know, if I get something here locally, if I become somebody here that, you know, people like and if it doesn't go worldwide, nationwide, I mean, I, I'm... As long as I'm, you know, if I feel that I've done my job and I've done the best I can do, and you know, I'm I'm happy every day doing it. No, that's that's enough for me. Like I don't need to be better than than that brand or this brand because that's that wasn't my goal at the beginning. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Let's rewind a bit to 2014 so when you when you when you decided to open up your website and really get things started. So what what were what. Like, did you have, of course you had to plan in mind because I mean you can't just start something like that but I guess what I'm trying to ask is like what were what what was what were, what were you thinking at the time when you were just about to get this thing going were you nervous were you excited were you I mean anything like any kind of thing like that I was excited but you know I was nervous just because I didn't know the reception that I'd get you know I didn't know who would like it who wouldn't like it and so when I before I even put anything out there, I was, um, excuse me, I was uh, creating designs for like maybe months before 
anything. So I mean, I would come home and work on it, and then maybe the next day or two days later, I might scrap the whole thing because I didn't like it anymore. Yeah. So I I became I came to a spot where I liked you know a few of these designs, and then after that, I decided just to, to print a few and then put them on Instagram, put them online, and um, they they took off just just by themselves. I didn't I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any connections. I just I, I put them out there, and um, you know, the, the people through word of mouth sort of got it going and um through word of mouth is kind of how i've gotten to the point i'm at but um i'm hoping that uh you know i can take to the next level uh, pretty soon here yeah um so you actually have a pretty big following on on instagram um do you do you are, are you the one in charge of the instagram account or do you have someone else doing that um yeah i'm doing it i'm doing everything uh, as far as the brand Holy shit yeah, I'm doing like the, uh, the oh, I mean, I, let's say as far as like the art, I come up with it, but I don't execute it. I have a guy who does that for me. But as far as everything else, like the the, the reach outs, the marketing, you know, the Instagram, social media, it's all me. And oh, so, my uh, God, I am so sorry, dude. No, I mean, that's that's the that's kind of the way it goes when you when you start out, though, you know, it's like it's not till you've got a, a few pieces in play that you can kind of, uh, you know, delegate certain tasks to other people and so but the thing is i mean that, that forces me to be hands-on I and mean, i think that's probably best when you're starting out like you don't want someone kind of crafting your message crafting your brand mm. um beginning and so you it's, it's better that that i'm in charge and then later on it's a little bit easier to navigate with somebody else i think i i do get that i mean i am flying this operation solo my my brother he was the co-host for a couple episodes and then i had to kind of take over so i kind of get the whole thing about like having to take over pretty much every facet of your brand um but um so do you, you also you also do you have a twitter actually or do you yeah, have the instagram it's the same handle the same handle it's the um, same handle the, okay yeah, just... so i mean do you find it um or I guess they say just something you've just kind of just like muscle memory is just like okay this is how you navigate through social media this is how you do it. Um, it's it's a it's a tricky balance because it's something that I'm actually working on. I have a, a I just like yesterday um, hired a guy that's going to be helping me with uh, each platform, and um, it's it's definitely something that I, I feel like ninety nine percent of people don't have a grasp on how to like really maximize it because there's so much potential there in each one but i think people for the most part are um they go with what they think is right and right. I mean, sometimes they're they're right on on point but a lot of the times they're they're leaving a lot out there and so i wanted to be sure that i'm not leaving anything out there so i'm getting the uh, a little bit of help uh starting the next few months here and i'm hoping to really take advantage of um you know each platform and make it uh, a cool experience for everybody following me and you know and kind of just give them what they want and uh and make <laughs> make it fun yeah yeah definitely but i guess like um i mean do you find yourself kind of limited by the fact that you are a clothing brand or do you find that do you do find ways to like have like some like instagram videos of like maybe a skater you know with wearing featuring your clothing or, or i don't know do you, do you, do you, how do you how do you keep things interesting i guess for for your followers um, I, I'm just, I just like to keep it personal. Um, I think like a lot of, a lot of brands are, uh, very, you know, bread and butter as far as post items, post models. Mm. Um, you know, it's, you don't know who's behind these, these brands. Like I could, you, most people couldn't name the owner of any of these brands unless you have to Google them and look it up. But I want to put a face to, uh, to the brand, which I think is a different route to go. I don't think many people are putting themselves out there like that. And so yeah. it's, uh, it's, different strategy but i'm going for it i think it's <laughs> it, it's what i want it's what i it's how i want to do it you know i don't want to copy a or trace an outline and so i'm uh, that's the way i'm i'm going to be going about it um, I'm, I'm hoping it's uh it ends up well for me right now it's been okay yeah uh, but i mean i think even okay is better than you know no presence or you know just utter silence alone i mean especially especially the difficulty of trying to represent yourself um but you know, in a way that catches other people's attention. Like, what? How do you do it by one being, you know, a positive influence, and how do you do it by like kind of maintaining that same audience? I do like when they look at one of one of your images, they say, "Oh, yeah, awesome." Um, I mean, 
because I because I always think about how easy it is for other brands, and I'm just gonna use this brand as an example, it's the Sonic the Hedgehog brand, because um, <laughs> their Instagram is I think this run by the same person, like Aaron Weber runs the Instagram and the Twitter and the YouTube channel, but like just by simply Sonic is such a huge presence that people just immediately will like a picture of Sonic, so I I to have that same effect like for something um, that you're doing I'm I mean. You kind of put a little bit more work into that, too. But, I mean, well, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think it's more of just the visibility that matters more or the likes, you know? I, I think it's the, uh, the just the general effect that you have. The likes don't mean anything. Likes and the follows don't mean as much as right. the people really, you know, liking the brand and liking who, you know, me as who I am or like, you know, they have to really be attached in some way because there are a lot of people out there with a lot of likes and a lot of follows, but, you know, they, the people who follow just do it to do it. It, it doesn't, there's no uh, personal connection there. The, the connection has to be there somehow, some way. And so it's, I think, establishing that, establishing that, with, that is uh, the hard, uh, I'm not a hard part, but that's the, that's the key thing to focus on, I'll say. It's, um, yeah, and that's what I think people, for the most part, don't really go after. Uh, you look at the musicians with the biggest following, you know, yeah. those guys, they're like, every fan is like the number one fan, you know? <laughs> they get the, the support, the support they give is, you can't buy that kind of support. They're doing so. That's that's sort of what, you know, my, I hope to do with, with what I'm doing here. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the goal. I mean, you, you never know how it turns out, but I think just um, being ha- having the goal in mind and going about it is uh, is a first step. You know, it's, most people don't even take the step. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I think we should take we should take a break. Sure, sure. But when we come back, uh, more with Gabriel Mebratu. Yep, you got it. Awesome. We'll be right back, everybody. we're back uh taking us back in is boyfriend by best coast um i do like best coast a lot i have their their debut album i have not actually listened to the song in the long time i think this this is actually the first song i heard from their album and i think this was holy shit i think 2013 this song came out or like long long time ago in well not like that long in the realm of things but like you know, like, you know, Gabe, you know, sometimes there's just something that you, like, something that, like, a movie you saw in theaters, and then you think back to it, and it's like, oh my god, that movie came out almost ten years ago. Dude, that creeps up on me all the time with anything. Just, like, you know, <laughs> you, those realizations that it's just, you know, we're getting older. You know, five, ten years ago, your movie or your favorite album comes out, and you're like, man, time flies. Yeah, no, like, right now, I think the 40th anniversary of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band just came out. And though I wasn't born for for that, although I do love the Beatles, and uh, hint hint for future uh, random channel episode, um, just thinking about that album being forty years old, it's just like it just blows your mind, you know? No, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I constantly get get have those like milestones creep up, like wow, you just have to take a look and just like wow, <laughs> still. Um, actually, since we are talking about music, uh, Gabe, do you um, what what types of what types of music do you do you like to listen to? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty broad. I mean, I like the older stuff too, like the, you know the '80s, um, current day, like you know you know pop, you know like rap, but uh, indie, like a lot of indie bands. I like a lot of um, 
classical, like, you know, 60s Sinatra, 70s, like, uh, 80s. Yes. I, I appreciate, like, every era, you know, every era had uh, standouts. And so, you know, I, I try to not just be one of those guys that likes the past or be one of the guys that likes the top 40 stuff today and kind of take and pick. Yeah, um, yeah. Certain groups and, and have an appreciation for everybody, so... Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I, I think I used to be like a serious music snob, even though I'm not even in music. I'm just, I'm in film. <laughs> well, mm. sort of. Well, I want to be in film at some point. But I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it's just some songs that just really connect with me, like the Beatles, like I mentioned earlier. And then just some songs that's just like, they would play it all the time in our bus, so I would just hate it unrepentantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's like, it's weird though, because I think like this old song from Justin by Justin Timberlake that I remember... That I only remember it because it was, they played all the time and I, at my on the school bus all the way to my school, but the drive there would be like an hour and twenty minutes. Wow! And I heard that song recently, and I actually had like a flashback of wow, oh my god, I am back in high school right now, like listening to this fucking song. Yeah, so just... he, has, he has too many to too many like big songs where I, yeah, I can't just guess it. That's <laughs> just too many. Yeah, no, I, I, oh, fuck, I thought I had the name, but I just, ah, I, I just don't remember. Uh, I be, I be, actually, <laughs> I have a question about your hat, actually, because I've been looking at it, and I love the design of it, it's very, it's very minimalistic. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a little, it's a kind of similar, actually, because I'm thinking about one particular design where it's like a rubber duck, but like with stripes over it, with a little bit of color, is that the same idea you had for, okay, for, for the listeners, um, it's, his, his hat, it's a black hat. But with red stitching on it. Well, not stitching, but like pattering, I guess. Yeah, it's it's pink. I don't know if it comes off red right now, but it's uh, it's, it's pink. Oh, it's pink. Okay, so it's a, it's like it's like two circles. One circle has Lenox Avenue in the mi- in the um, inner circle, I guess, and then there's another circle where the, it's where there's lines across from it. It kind of looks like a sunset, actually, a little bit like a sunset or something. Um, yeah. It's an interesting idea choice, uh, uh, design choice. Um, is there a particular reason why that seems to be something that c- uh, comes up um, um, frequently in your in your designs? I, I like I, I like stripes generally. I mean, I guess for this last run because it, it opened up uh, the possibility for me to like you know fit a lot of colors in. Obviously not mm-hmm. for the hat, but you know for the uh, that the uh, the duck stripe that you mentioned. Um, it allowed me to to fit a lot of different mixtures in there, so that part I liked. But um, you know, generally, it's um, I'm definitely fond of it. I'll say overall, I might bring it back a few more times just because, again, it gives me more of an opportunity to uh, to blend, and which is, you know, I think that's the best way uh, to do. It. A lot of people maybe do like the splashes or they do different types of ways to, to fit a lot of colors in but i think stripes might be my favorite way to do it for me i love how kind of indescript the design is it's it's very it's it's it's, it's um it's very evocative despite being you know minimalistic is there is there like a specific because i i keep thinking like maybe this could be like the, like a logo of a of a store or something well not, like like from back in the day that, i guess that's kind of what i mean or like maybe it was I don't know. Like, is that really what it's based on, or is that just just the design you, you kind of went with? I mean, it was just kind of uh, it was inspired definitely by um, just brands I've seen in the past. Uh, I guess you know, since maybe like 10, 15 years since I've kind of had my eye on uh, on streetwear. You know, I've seen a lot of shapes and colors and mixtures, and I can't really pinpoint exactly where that's from. But I think the the just the general um, outline for you know having like you know an animal of some kind or just the colors mixed in that way. I think definitely influenced by um, previous brands that I've had a, a big, uh, I guess you say a big respect for them just growing up. And so I kind of you know, subconsciously it's kind of been a part of my, my process. Like I, I remember those ones and I try to make it my own and be better. You know. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think we were we were um, gonna mention video games during the break, but I think we should let's mention it now. Uh, what are, what are some games that you're you're playing right now, Gabe? Um, uh, I forgot the name that I, I play with my my, uh, my guy uh, my guy Bert. Um, we I go over to his place sometimes, and we I don't know if it's it's not called. Yeah, I, I don't know the name. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Overwatch. Overwatch sounds about right, and I think there's like different rankings, and you can, you know, I think he became a platinum like very recently, which he's stoked about. I don't know. That's that, that sounds familiar for Overwatch. I don't play Overwatch. My brother plays Overwatch. Yeah, but it sounds I mean, like a game I would actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Overwatch is something I've, I've kind of dabbled in a little bit, um, but uh, generally, you know, I, I've been a big, uh, um, just like a sports game fan. Yeah, if I oh, when yeah, I when yeah. I uh, more, you know, I, I would play the the Maddens and all that. You know, it was especially when I'm. It's only best when I'm playing friends. You know, if I can't play, if I can't, you know, talk back and forth my friends and get competitive it's not that fun for me you know <laughs> yeah no I, I get that yeah i like even though i always appreciate the online play aspect i never i never fucking use it yeah no i i, I touched on it a little bit but it just wasn't as fun for me so i, I I'm, I'm right with you yeah so are you are, are you into football in general are you a football fan or is it just the madden games that just kind of scratch that itch of yours no nah, i'm a huge uh nfl fan college football um and so I, I've always been a big fan, I would, as long as I can remember. And so, yeah, I, lo- I love my Raiders, love my my Cowboys. <laughs> so, hopefully, one of these days we'll put it together. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can only we can only pray. No. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been rough in LA too. The Lakers haven't made the final since Jesus Christ, I think 2010, I believe. And Dodgers, Warriors. Don't, they haven't been in the World Series, I think, since like. 80s or 90s, I think. Yeah, they've yeah, been the struggling. Gi- Giants are the only team. I'm not a big Giants fan, but yeah, Giants, they win every year, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see, I think, um, yeah, the Warriors, the Warriors are, I guess, the only team that really have won anything in my lifetime. So. <laughs> yeah, no, they actually they took back their championship this past time, and it was. Um, Weird because I think the the second the second time the, the the Warriors and the Cavaliers went against each other, I kind of thought it was like this. It seemed too good to be true that okay they would win three games and then the Cavaliers ended up winning the whole series. Well, the finals, I guess I should say, because World Series refers to baseball, the NBA Finals refers to the NBA. Um, but then it happened that nearly almost happened again this time. But then the Warriors were like, no, 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 we're taking our championship back, motherfuckers. Nah, they, I think they learned they learned from last year, and so they, they were very well prepared for handling business in uh in five so i'm glad because i don't think it would have been pretty devastating to do that again <laughs> pretty unprecedented yeah no that would have been that would have been crazy and but i think i i don't know I, I it's been it's been really weird how um just how sports have how much more um eclectic sports has become like it's become more like well wrestling in a weird way like with more um bombastic personalities and like when I heard there's I think it was, a, it was a Twitter moment or it was an article I think that reported that if if I think if the Warriors didn't make it to a game seven or something that they would be losing millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, they, they make maybe twenty to thirty million each uh, home game. That's just that I feel like front row seats go for like a hundred hundred k. Like, yeah, I've heard that over and over again. God, so oh my god, I fucking would never even bother. Jesus these, Christ! Like, it's, it's Hollywood coming up the coast, you know. <laughs> Lakers aren't doing anything, so everybody comes up the coast and, uh, you know, decides to watch the the new the new show. Yeah, uh, no, it's what? true. It's true. So yeah, they pay up for those tickets, but um, yeah, I, but I think that the real Warrior fans will not be upset with winning in fives. So <laughs> <laughs> take- no, they will not. It's like no, 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 no. Not this is not happening again. We're not letting this happen again. So I'm happy the Warriors won. Um, I was actually kind of happy though um, last year because I was I was in Cleveland for the Cavaliers' first championship, and it was just kind of cathartic because I knew um, because since since LeBron came back and then just it seems it just seemed like it was like a Cinderella story even though it's like these multi million dollar basketball teams so it's not quite like Cinderella but you know like, like the underdog story but kind of not I don't know but just the the fucking I don't know if you watched this game but like the last four minutes of Game Seven. Mm-hmm. Was absolutely insane because they were tied. I think eighty-four to eighty-four, and no one scored for four fucking minutes. Yeah, it was a defense, defense, defense block yeah. here. But no, I, I remember that vividly, and it was so nerve-wracking because I was waiting for um, 
I was waiting for us to score. I didn't think I didn't think we'd lose that game, and it was just so hard to watch. Like that season goes, you know, to to burn like that was was pretty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was great. I'm sure for the Cavaliers, so epic for you know. I don't think any franchise deserves to win bet you know more than than them. But yeah. uh, just on the other on the other end, it was pretty pretty crazy to watch. Yeah, and that's like one of the few times when sports can really be exciting. I I've I've, I've recorded an episode about sports. I think a while ago. It's called. Uh, it was episode 55 called Jock Straps with my friend Justin. Uh, we were talking about like how what our upbringing of sports was, like what his upbringing was, because he he's from Buffalo, and oh god, what was the Buffalo Bills? I think their their football team. Yeah. Right. So he was telling me about how he got introduced to how he started watching football like way back in the day, and for me actually, football is something I I didn't understand, and I still don't quite understand it. Like, not so much. The game itself, like I've I've gotten the rules explained to me, but I guess more of like the phenomena of it. It's fucking huge in the in the U.S., but I prefer the other football. You know, the 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 one with the foot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But that just may be because of my parents' upbringing, because they also love soccer. So. Yeah. Same here. Um. Are you currently watching the? I think it's like. Well, it's right, like I think right now it's like the the eliminatory rounds or like the qualifying rounds. I think. I've been I've been uh, I've been tuning into it. Um, I know I mean, it's mainly for the U.S. I mean I think we've been doing okay, but um, I don't know. I, I think that you know it's hopefully everything goes goes okay. I mean I haven't I haven't heard of us struggling too much, so it's good. We're doing okay. Yeah, it's it's always hard to cheer for the U.S. because we're not we're not the best team. I mean, I. Mexico, I think, is I think I think I think played a way better game. They just got we we just got really lucky that we scored in the first six minutes of that game. Yeah. Which my mom was like, "Oh boy, this is gonna be a weird thing to say," but I think we she was practically orgasming after that goal. That early goal. Yeah. No, the way she was yelling, that was an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's exciting, man. Soccer is especially like. I mean, I, th- I think Mexico for sure has a better, probably more talent than the U.S. I mean, the U.S. I think just now we're now kind of figuring it out. I mean, we're, we get the we fired a coach recently. That's so right. Yeah. New system, and ho- hopefully they put it together. But you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but it's also cool that the women's team is also getting more attention than any of the men's team. I think more people, more people have more confidence in the women's team, and that's like something I could. Uh, couldn't have imagined saying like a decade ago or something. It's just it's just awesome to see that that shift. Um, they're awesome. oh, they're really good. No, they're they're really they're really good. Um, uh, this this is gonna be a bit of a hard shift. <laughs> um, but um, in the email you sent me, you mentioned something about your dad also kind of being an inspiration. Well, an inspiration quotation mark quotation mark of sorts uh, for your clothing. <laughs> um, so um, if you if you don't mind uh, elaborating a little bit on how exactly um, that um, how your dad is or is has been represented in your in your clothing yeah I mean he was um, definitely more of the he gave me more of the 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 advice on you know being creative and kind of nurtured that side and so you don't really appreciate it until you get a little bit older Mm -hmm. so now you know you have that confidence to take that that leap of faith when you you know you have had that uh, that person on your side in the past, and so um, he definitely gave me the the right tools, and you know I, I've tried to kind of do the, the do the things that I think that he would do, I guess, if he was here. I mean, yeah. I try to you know navigate through everything that this whole thing brings brings about, and then you know just kind of handle myself the correct way, and and uh, make sure that I'm being myself do the whole thing, you know, and not to pretend or not to do anything that I don't like doing. Right. Just uh, do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. Was it was it was it difficult growing up with a father who who would gamble a lot? Um, I mean, it was something that it was uh, an issue. I think probably mostly before I was in the picture, maybe a little bit after, but then uh, he definitely got uh, a whole lot. A whole lot for the most part um, as I grew up, but it was just something that kind of lingered, I guess, you know, for 
uh, a little while, and so now, and, and it's not something that you you get discussed with you when you're a kid. You know, it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, too much for like a 14 year old to hear about or to yeah, no, absolutely. So, but I knew it was there, and, and um, you know, the, the most important thing is that he definitely learned from that experience, and you know, it was just a cautionary tale of you know, live your life the the correct way. Don't don't you know, look at these missteps and don't repeat them sort of thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's what, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of, in in so many ways, that's kind of what parents are there for. It's just to, they've lived their life and these are the mistakes I made. You know, don't make them as much as, you know, do, do these, do, don't make these same mistakes because, you know, you're kind of, you know, it, it's not very, I'm sure that, you know, if I tell my son something, you know, I don't want him to, it's for his own good, you know, I don't want him to do, trip over, over the same things that I tripped up over, so. Right. Uh, actually, do you, do you have a son? No, no, I'm, uh, I ha- had a girlfriend, we broke up, like, two years ago, so I have, I've been on the, on, I'm fully single, but yeah, that, that's, uh, <laughs> Sunday though, Sunday though, for sure, I, I, I would hope that that would be a part of my future. Definitely. Um, I guess this is gonna well, this is gonna be a weird transition because uh, it is Father's Day. Yay! Hooray! When we're recording this, Happy Father's Day to all the all the decent fathers in the world. Uh, yeah. I won't elaborate too much on my father. Uh, one because my brother's in the room, and that would be kind of disrespectful to talk about my father with him because uh, it's kind of our thing. Uh, what I will uh-huh. mention though is that uh, half of our family is very dysfunctional. So, um, <laughs> not even our father that gives uh-huh. us a lot of. Sh- what? Ninety-five percent of our family, <laughs> according to my brother, is dysfunctional. So mm-hmm. we've had a difficult time navigating ourselves throughout this crazy, crazy world of ours. Um, I do think, um, despite everything that we have, me and my brother, we've grown up a lot. Despite of all, 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 all that, somehow. It's good. Yeah. It's uh, good you have somebody there. Yeah, which kind of makes like, even though like. I, the fathers deserve it, and Happy Father's Day is all about you know like giving props to, to all the dads out there. It, it, for me, it's kind of like this this taunt. It's like it's like a taunt because we didn't quite have that. So like when I have to kind of acknowledge the holidays, like I would rather not. <laughs> like I'll do it for I'll do it for everyone else, but for me, it's like it's just another day. There's nothing special about it, really. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm sure there are millions and millions and millions of people who feel the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's it's one of the weirder days on the on the calendar. <laughs> uh, just uh, it's, it definitely brings out a lot of emotions from a ton of different people. You know, it's it, it means it means something different to just about every single person. So, no, I, I, understandable. Yeah, sure. definitely. Um. Yeah, let's let's lighten the things up a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to drink, dry things down. I got two more questions for you, actually. Um, my sure. first question, uh, my well, my penultimate question, I should say, is um, what was um, what was it like to finally get like a really like a big time model to get to to get to model your clothes? Like, what was that? Ex- what, what was that like? Um, it was it was surprising. I mean, at first, because you know you never expect it, especially when you start from literally, you know. The, the, you start from the end of the uh, end of the line, you know, as far as like getting exposure, and then somebody with some exposure decides to, um, you know, get involved or be, you know, or to take a liking to it. It's always a cool feeling, um, and you know, then when that happened, I was like, okay, maybe it, it kind of it's kind of reassuring. It's like you know, you it, it kind of tells you, okay, you're on the right track, you're doing the right things, and and that was a, a great moment. And you know, I don't I don't know if that'll turn into something else but it's it was definitely uh, an early uh, a great early moment for me and so it, and it definitely helped me you know stay focused you know when somebody with that kind of that kind of following is looking to be involved you, you definitely it, it should I'll say it should help you focus more it should help you um, want to be better you know so absolutely um, did they, they, so this, this was like, this was recently, like 2015, 2016 that they reached out, um, 
or uh, I think it was uh, like late 15. If I remember, if I remember correctly, like late 15, maybe early 16. Um, but um, yeah, that happened, and then the I was involved with uh, a few DC radio hosts, and they were big fans too. And so they wore it like last year, in the middle of last year, and um, that was also a very cool moment. Same type of deal. Um, it, a lot of all of this stuff had just come from simply, excuse me, just simply asking and um, shaking the right hands and you know sending the right people the right type of message and it's it's all just uh, uh, out of like all 100% effort you know it's no one's gonna find you if you're not putting yourself out there. So Absolutely. I, I have one. <laughs> yeah. Um... My my final question for you is what 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 is the future for for swim what what is the future for swim Lennox? do you what 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 do you find yourself doing five ten what do you, what do you pl- what do you foresee for the brand like five to ten years from now? Um yeah I definitely want to do this uh, full time put more effort into it I want to include more talented people as far as uh, the videography photography and, and art side I, I want to. Um, you know, I get, like I mentioned before, like, I don't mind if I'm not like the biggest brand ever. That's not going to be, I'm not going to be disappointed if that's, that's the case, but, um, it's just a matter of me trying my best and and seeing where the chips fall. I think that's something that I want to do more so than knock off the top guy on the, on uh, the top of the mountain right now. That's not my goal. You know, I just want to be successful and, and, and um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm I'm the real judge of that at the end of the day. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's no one who who is a better uh, indicator of your success than yourself. <laughs> it, it, it's it's very easy to get caught up. Um, like you said, when you when you when you get into whatever you're doing, there's going to be other people doing the same thing, and competition creeps in. And, you know, maybe envy creeps in, or whatever you want to call it, and and people fall into the trap of okay i've got to be better than that guy at what he's doing or better than you know it's very easy to get sidetracked and so i try to above anything else not to to avoid that i don't want i don't want because i didn't start out wanting to be better than him you know right so i don't want my yeah no absolutely gabe thank you so much for coming to the show sure no and i appreciate you having me man i definitely uh enjoyed our time uh talking here hopefully you guys uh, you know, have a, a big uptick here in whatever you're doing. Hope you guys get more follows, more whatever it is. Like, <laughs> wishes for the uh, for the pod. Yeah, no. Uh, let's see what happens. I mean, I, I, I like you said. I, I'm not looking to get huge. In fact, I don't want to get huge. I, I don't want to have a million followers because uh, that's just a lot of people paying attention to me, and I, I can't. I can't even fathom <laughs> that. <laughs> no, uh, is it? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's success on your own terms. So, it's like you said. Yeah, no, but I mean, doing this for, fuck, I just realized talking to you uh, that I've been, yeah, I've been doing this for almost four years, and uh, we've just recently just been getting some really, really wonderful people. Well, all the people we've been getting, all the special guests we've had, either friends or, like, YouTubers, it's, it's been absolutely, and, like, I'm not like, a clothing brand. Like, like, how much more diverse can my portfolio be? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a really insightful, um, just kind of listening to the perspective of someone who's like who's starting in indi- like independently and trying to compete with well not compete with the big the big brands but you know like who's who, who wants to also like get their name out there this is really really interesting yeah uh, i think yeah i saw um the podcast and i think that you know i think as far as as many different people that come on your show and and talk i think everybody's um you know independent you know, struggle is kind of the same. You know, no matter what the uh, what channel it is, what um, or what job it is, what industry it is, it's, it's kind of the same deal of trying to break through. You know, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, well, taking us out today is um, "Baby Don't Go" by Dum Dum Girls. As always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can find us on Twitter at our Twitter handle at ranchatpodcast. You can email us at ranchatpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Blueberry, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, Podbay, CastBox, and Podknife by searching Random Chatterings, a silly podcast from silly people. Dear God, that name, that list keeps getting longer and longer every month. 
Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't have a question of the week. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, uh, yeah. do you have a question you want to ask the audience? Um, I don't know if I have an, I don't know if I have one. Ugh. Well, my brother came up with one. So, uh, what's your favorite burger? <laughs> my favorite what? Your favorite burger. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I I like my cheeseburgers pretty good, so we'll oh, go with that. Yeah. Simple, right? <laughs> they are there, are simple, there, but <laughs> are there good burger places in DC? Um, I mean, I think the biggest one here is probably Shake Shack or something. Uh, it's, it's Shake Shack's probably the biggest one. I'd say it's a good burger. I don't know if you guys you guys have that. That's everywhere, pretty much, right? Uh the only the only brand that I know that is expanding is like Five Guys. But what about do you do you know? Were there was there In and Outs in Oakland? Yeah, In and Outs are all, all along the uh, the West Coast. I think they're expanding now. But yeah, um, yeah Shake Shack and um, I would say Five Guys. The, they they go one two depending on the day. You know, maybe they switch. But <laughs> those are, those are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess I'll I'll I'll, I'll put my. I will I will advocate for the In and Out burger. I think those are wonderful. The, the In and Out cheeseburgers, pretty fucking excellent. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. Uh, I just realized. Um. I forgot to. I forgot. To, I forgot to. Uh. Uh. Where Where can people find you, Gabe? Uh. They can find me at uh at Swim Linux. It's a handle for everything. S W M L E N O X dot com. Same thing on Twitter, Instagram. Uh. You know, just shoot me a message, shoot me a follow, and. You know, let me know what you think. You know, I definitely like chatting with uh, the the followers of people that like the brand, and so I'm, I'm definitely open. Feel free. Very cool. All right, well, take care, everybody. More with Gabriel Meb. Oh, your last name. Uh. Mebratu. You got it. Mebratu. Oh God. Okay. Okay. That's why I don't do this live. Let me try that again. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um. All right. Okay. Uh, but when we come back, more with Gabriel Meb. Mebrat. I'm sorry. Mebratu. Mebratu. Got it. Yeah. God damn it. It's not even hard. I'm just... It, I, I, I'm like, I'm psyching myself out. That's what it is. Okay, let me, let me try... Let me try that outro one more time. Well, not the outro, but like the the transition to the next part. Mebratu. Me, sure. me yep. Got it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um. Wait. But when we come back, more with Gabriel Mebratu. Me god <laughs> damn it. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. Okay. Alright. More with... Gabriel Mebratu. Yep, you got it. Awesome. We'll be right back, everybody. Ah, why was that so hard? There you go. God.